the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. For the next two hours, you're kind of stuck with me. If it's okay with you, all you have to do is give us a call. That's a car show. So you're allowed to call in and tell me what kind of car you have, how many miles it's got on it, and we'll discuss the symptoms. And I'll ask you questions and see if we can kind of get close to the symptoms. Sometimes I can get close. Sometimes... There's just not enough information, but I'll tell you, help you, if you're interested, what to say when you take your car in. That's kind of important, is what to say when you take it in. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Thompson's has been in Mesa for probably 40 or 50 years, but this shop since 1970. Thompson has been providing really great car care light truck care, maintenance services to the Mesa area for a very long time. Both Brian and his wife, Thelma, have families that go way back to the 50s and the 60s for car repair. So all you have to do is stop by Thompson's and you'll understand why I think it's a great shop in Mesa. It's on Main Street just east of Stapley. And what's important here is is to know that it's the only shop in Mesa Some of them have applied and they're missing some information or they're missing some criteria. Like we have to have five years in business and you have to have certain insurances. Some of them don't. So Thompson's is the only place in Mesa. I'm sorry that's all I've got to offer you, but it's still a good shop. It's on Main Street just east of Stapley. (coughs) Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I should have muted that. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I want to tell you, I'm going to tell you a couple of times over the show, I am the trustee for an estate, and involved in the estate is a 2014 Mercedes-Benz. It's a sport utility vehicle. It's called an ML350, and it has 51,000 miles. This car is white, and it is loaded to the gills, and I got to drive it the other day, and I'm not telling you this because I want you to buy it. I'm telling you this because it's the truth. It's probably one of the finest cars I've ever driven. It has all-wheel drive. And it has all kinds of fancy stuff, like it has a lane tracking package. So if you veer out of your lane, it'll shake the steering wheel at you. If there's a car next to you and you turn on your right turn signal, it'll warn you there's a car next to you. It's like flying a jet airline, a airliner, I suspect, because it's got so many buttons. But I figured out that there's this little round kind of a mouse right on the center columns, and it really gives you everything you need. Anyway, the reason I'm selling it is I'm selling it on behalf of the trust. I've done some maintenance on this car because the people that own the car have been friends of mine for 50 years. So 
the wholesale condition on this car is nineteen thousand dollars nineteen to twenty depending on whether it's clean or extra clean and i think this car is pristine but nevertheless they bought this car for sixty seven thousand dollars sixty four thousand dollars in march of fourteen so today it's five years old with fifty one thousand miles it has an extended warranty that's transferable up to seven years and seventy five thousand miles so i'm going to just read you some of the cool stuff it's got all-wheel drive four-door sport package seven-speed transmission it's got a 3.5 liter v6 fancy 19-inch wheels sunroof heated seats and all kinds of eucalyptus wood package and rear camera and, and accessory chrome package anyway the car has a value somewhere between uh, 20,000 and 25,000 and what I did is I looked it up this way wholesale indicates a number that's going to go through the auction at the variety of auctions in the Phoenix area so I went to Mannheim and I found out this car typically sells on a wholesale basis for 20,000 then I called a couple of dealerships and I said what's the trade-in value and they said 21.3 then the private party sale at kbb.com kellybluebook.com is 23.4 and then retail this is what a dealer would ask for it is 25.7 $25,715 if you take all that average <clears throat> from the highest to the lowest it's 22.5 so if you want to place a bid, you're going to place a bid, and, and the end of the auction is the end of this month at midnight. Whoever has the highest bid, the end of this month at midnight, gets the car. I have the ability to sign off the title. There is no lien, and, and, and like I said, it's a pristine car. And if you want to go look at it, you're going to have to get with me on, on email. I can arrange to have you look at it because it's at our shop, and I've already had it detailed, and it's in a hermetically sealed building. If you believe that, don't. So, mark at marksalem.com. Mark at marksalem.com. Let me tell you a secret. Renee and I just passed 45 years of marriage, and I wanted to buy her a, car, a special car, this car. So she had the opportunity to drive it, and she says, there's no way in God's green earth I'm going to let you buy this car for me. And I said, why? It's a great car, and Mercedes has always been a safe car. She says, no. She says, I'll never figure out all the stuff. She says, there's just way too many buttons. And I said, yeah, but there's an owner's manual, and just like all the other cars. Anyway, as you can tell, I lost that uh, that uh, that argument. So anyway, again, 64000 when it was new, March of 14, which is five years ago. And um, the the uh, average for all the wholesale trade-in, private party, and retail is dollars so I think that's pretty good price because really the private party sale is $23,000. So this is like $1,000 under. I think that's what it's going to go for. If you want to bid, mark at MarkSalem.com. If you want to see the car, mark at MarkSalem.com. 602-508-0960 is the phone number, 602-508-0960. And I think we've got a caller. Gil, who have we got? We have Lori. Lori, can I help you? Hi, I'm Hi. a snowbird from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I've been driving myself uh, out here to Surprise, Arizona from Pittsburgh for 15 years, and I've been driving a Vandora 2500 GMC conversion van. Okay. And, and, uh, I would love to trade it in for that Mercedes, but <laughs> I'm not giving the, I'm not giving this van up. Uh, but um, 
ten years ago, I'm listening to your program, and I heard on the radio that there was a uh, woman's uh, workshop. So I uh, got the information and went down to Mike's Auto Tech uh, at um, Belmont Avenue in Glendale. Yes. And I've uh, been going there ever since. And so uh, I understand he's having another woman's workshop, and I would highly recommend a woman who wants to uh, learn more about her vehicle uh, to give them a call. And I thank you very much for um, having him as one of your sponsors because they're a great bunch of people, and they did not ever rip me off. So, well, good. Uh, thank yeah. you. That, thank the, you. I, I've been a faithful listener. Well, well, thank you very much for that. Folks, she's talking about Mike Draskovic at Mike's Auto Tech in Glendale. I've known Mike for 20-plus years. As a matter of fact, because I made a terrible mistake, Mike was going to be flying with me today. Mike was going to sit next to me today. But here's what happened. I left the ranch in Payson last night at about 10 o'clock. And I knew I needed to be ready for radio Saturday morning, this morning. I forgot all my radio equipment in Payson. So this morning at about, oh gosh, 8 o'clock, my wife says, go get your radio equipment and let's get it hooked up. And it's at that point I knew I was in really big, big, big trouble. It's an hour and 41 minutes from there north. So I hop in my truck. I say, see you later. My wife's having a garage sale. And I go, I got to go. So I drive up to Payson, and I got on the air on time, and everything is fine. But I left Mike back in Tempe. So, Mike, if you're listening to me, I am so sorry. If I would have had your doggone cell number, I could have called you, but I don't. You have mine, but I don't have yours. But I'll get it tomorrow, I promise. But Mike Draskovic from Mike's Auto Tech was supposed to be with me. We'll reschedule him. And Lori is right. Mike's a, a good guy when it comes to communicating um, about car repair and car repair. Oh, by the way, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. When, when it comes to car repair, there's a difference between the women and the men. The men will come in and tell us what they think it is. The women will come in and give us the symptoms. And really the symptoms are far more valuable than what you think it is. So when when someone comes in and says, you know, I think it's the mass airflow sensor, and I, I checked, and the mass airflow sensor is $400, and the symptoms appear to be the same as I have, and I talked to a guy on YouTube, and he said he was sure of that, and uh, so I'd like you to install a map sen- or mass airflow sensor. That That's a bad conversation. That's a ba- The customer has diagnosed it himself. He's instructing you to repair it. And many of us have a form that the customer must sign under those conditions that says, I accept full responsibility for the success of this repair. And so I'm not going to warranty your diagnosis that it's this sale's final. And so that's kind of a bad way to start off. The women will come in and say, the car runs perfectly except in really hot days. And in the hot days, it just doesn't run smooth. It doesn't idle. And there has been the check engine light on, but I don't really know what that's saying. So what do you normally do? And the answer is, is well, normally we go in and look at the reason why the, the check engine light is on. 
and then that will send us in a particular area of fuel or spark or you know stuff like that and then we'll have to diagnose it so your checkout will be between fifty and hundred and fifty dollars and I'm giving you a wide open range because shops all over the valley are in that range and um, and most of us kind of start low and move our way up if we need more diagnostic money but nevertheless you're gonna go in there and you're gonna see that it has a mass airflow sensor code so you're gonna go drive it and you're gonna know what the numbers should be and and you're determining that the numbers are wrong so the question is is why why isn't the mass airflow sensor seeing what you know is good numbers and here's why there's an air filter box and then there's this big hose that feeds all the air into the motor okay and the mass airflow sensors job is to tell the computer wow he's moving lots of air his foot's on the floor or the opposite the car's just idling so the computer now matches the fuel flow with the air coming into the engine so here's the problem remember that hose I told you between the air filter and the motor and the mass airflow sensor they split and usually it's behind the mass airflow sensor so the engines really getting more the engine and the mass airflow sensor is actually relaying on a 1 to 10 scale that there's a four amount of air four but in reality it's six because we have this air leak well the hose is peanuts compared to the mass airflow sensor so you wrap it with duct tape you go drive it boop, problem gone so you go okay I need a hose so then you call a customer and say I've identified this intake hose is bad and the hose is like sixty two dollars and I'll plug it in for you for free and that's it plus the diagnostic so that's how it works so if you have a question about any kind of car we talk about symptoms year make and model of the car and then symptoms 602-508-0960 and if you live outside the Phoenix metropolitan area I have an 888 number for you you're welcome to call 888-960-9696 for those of you on iHeartRadio and stuff like that we'll be back Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. Space Age Auto Paint Store in Mesa says to support our military and our veterans by donating time, clothing, and funds to organizations who help them. Brought to you by Space Age Auto Paint Store at 707 South Country Club Drive in Mesa. Serving the area with pride since 1981 and have the biggest variety and largest inventory in Arizona. They have nuts and bolts, buy the piece or buy the box, and so much more. Call 480-835-0971. That's 480-835-0971. 
Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just got invited to the prom. Do you A, meet her date? I need to see your past date report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample. B, help her pick out a dress. <gasps> Don't you just love the long sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh. C, attend the prom undercover. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom, I'm <clears throat> Calvin, the new kid at school. Or D, capture her big moment. Uh, let's take a photo of you too. I'm in the middle. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers, but that's okay because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council. So, I'm a dog and I just got adopted by this new human guy and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing and he puts me on one end and him on the other and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, my name's Mark Salem, and we're here talking about cars. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. There's a good shop at I-17 in Bell Road. It's called Kurtz Automotive. I've known Kurtz for many years, and Jeff and Eric are his two major right-hand and left-hand guys. And between Kurt, who's a master ASC certified technician, and Eric and, and Jeff, who are also ASC master certified technicians, sometimes I'll throw a really difficult car their way and Frankly, don't tell them, but they're batting 100%. So they haven't not been able to fix anything from someone in the geographical area of their store that I have sent there. So if you live I-17 in Bell, northeast corner, Kurtz Auto, great place to start. Let's, let's Real quick, before we go to the phones, I had a guy call me up not too long ago, and he kept talking about a, a hesitation, a hesitation, a hesitation at 40 and 50 and 60 miles an hour. The vernacular is wrong. That's an engine miss. That's not a hesitation. A hesitation is when you're at a traffic light and you give it the gas and the car goes, that's a a hesitation. The engine falls on its face the minute you hit the throttle and then it comes back alive. An engine miss is when you're driving down the road, or maybe, that's an engine miss. So it, it's the vernacular that makes a difference. But if you can just duplicate it with your mouth, we'll figure the rest out. Let's go to the phones, and let's start with Cornell. Cornell, good morning. Good morning, Mark. you hear me? Yes, sir. Uh, I heard you on the radio that, that ladies are better than men communicating. Y- yeah, <laughs> that's true because I'm not good communicator. Anyway, I do have 2005 Prius, 286,000 miles. My son went to Utah a month ago, and in the way to Utah from Phoenix, 300 miles, the, the uh, overheat light came on. Okay. Anyway, uh, he made it all the way. They changed the ter- the thermostat. And the radiator cap, he made it all the way home with lights on, on and off. I took it to a mechanic. 
which is the uh, water pump, again, the uh, thermostat, pull all the air out. The only time I see this is when when the car is driving on the freeway. If I drive it on the street, it's fine. The, the lower hose, when it's supposed to be hot, it's cold. And the, the upper hose is hot. And when I turn the heater uh, on, and that time, there is, there is cold air. It's supposed to be hot air. And I was wondering if, if you... Uh, well, I don't. I, I I don't want you to to start looking at the gauges anymore. This is what I want you to do. First of all, there's good news because if he if he drove it all the way far away back to Phoenix, and yeah. and it was okay, then he didn't cook the motor. That's that's what you should be thankful for. Number right. two, what you're describing is a temperature issue, and I want to know what the top heater hose feels like or the top radiator hose feels like, just like you shake a man's hand. I want you to grab a hold of the upper hose and give me an idea of how hot it is. I don't care about the gauges. I don't care about any of that. What really concerns me is is what is the temperature of the engine? So if you grab a hold of it and you say, Mark, I couldn't hold on to it for more than two or three seconds, bingo, I know it's warm. Uh, in, but that's not an overheat. Then if you say, I can hold on to the heater hose till my next birthday, then yeah, we're running cold. So we have to start there. And we have to determine exactly. Now, the heater doesn't work. There's no way after a long period of time that that engine isn't going to create enough hot water to make the heater work unless, of course, the infrastructure for the heater is bad. So if the blend door is bad, if the control head is bad, if the vacuum to the heater control valve is not there, if the electronics to the heater control valve isn't telling it to open and close, there's all those moving parts but what you really need to do is figure out how long can you handshake that upper hose. So first thing in the morning, you grab a hold of it, and you know you can hang on to it till, for a minute or two or three or four. So then drive it to work. Just pop the hood, grab a hold of that upper radiator hose, and how long can you hang on to it? If you can only hang on to it for two, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, and i got to take my hand off of it, that's operating temperature. If it's above I, operating temperature, it's going to be spewing coolant all over the place. Right. And the other thing that you're you're saying this, it came in my mind that let's say I drove the car from 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 work to home, and in the morning I opened the radiator cap. It's got pressure, and the coolant pops, whatever it is, and then it puts the coolant in the reservoir. You yeah. Will not it's supposed to. When the engine gets hot, water expands, and we put the, the the radiator cap gives way and put some of that hot coolant in the jug, in the overflow jug. Now, when you park it at night, then as the engine cools down, it sucks that coolant back into the engine. Therefore, the engine's always full. So you're, you're going far astray from the issue. Let me just tell you one thing. If he would have cooked that motor, then it would have used 100 gallons of water to get home. And you didn't say right. a word about them putting water in it. You didn't say a word about it running poorly. So all you need to do is thank your Lord <laughs> that he didn't cook your motor. <laughs> and, and whatever's gone on now, it, it can be fixed. Maybe he cooked the sending unit, and the sending unit's bad and not reporting to the gauge. I don't know. I can't fix it over the radio. But when you take it in, just tell him about the upper hose, and that will help him out. Thank you, Cornell. Good luck to you, Brad. You're up next. How can I help you? 
Hi, I got a 2014 Kia Rio, 1.6 liter, 140,000 miles, and I've got a PO420 coming up, um, and I'm not convinced yet that it's the catalytic converter or the O2 sensors. Um, I noticed that my long-term fuel trim is uh, creeps up, you know, in the 14% range, I believe is what I'm looking at. Um, and the last time it threw the code here, uh, it came up with a short-term fuel trim on a freeze frame data at minus 7%, okay. 7.0. What's normal uh, long-term fuel trim? I believe um, around 10. Okay, see, that's the problem. That's the problem. Okay. You don't really know. You're dancing all around the issue, and you don't, okay. you don't really, you're trying to, you're trying to figure this out using information that you get off the web or YouTube or whatever. Here's the deal. Exactly. Okay? Here's the deal. An oxygen sensor on your car you probably have pre and post. One before the cat, one after the cat. The oxygen, I do. Okay. The oxygen sensor has five volts. Low is lean, high is rich. In the middle is two and a half. Okay? So if I got three running in the front, which is a tad rich, and I've got one coming out the back, boom, I'm good. That catalytic converter is converting. It's lit. It's working. Gas is coming into the cat, and there's nothing coming out of the back of the cat. Bingo. Now, if the front one says three and the back one says three, then I need to temp gun the cat, and I need to know it's lighting because one of them's lying to me if the cat isn't is hot. So you go through this whole process, and you're reading the O2 sensor. Then you make it, it, the O2 sensor run rich. You add an abundance of fuel to the motor over a period of five seconds. And then all of a sudden, all the O2 sensors scream five. Then you create a big vacuum leak, and all the O2 sensors scream one. So you're not even close to the repair. What needs to happen is, is somebody needs to test the veracity of both catalytic converters and all four O2 sensors. And frankly, most everybody will do that for 75 to $125. But unless you understand the readings you're getting... You're just spinning your wheels, so to speak. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. It's 1030. We'll be back. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents... 
half off tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. We're talking about cars, 602-508-0960. i got some business to take care of. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in Phoenix since 1968. He's the only transmission shop in Phoenix I recommend. Phil has been around a very long time. You only need to meet him and shake his hand to know that He's built just about every transmission since Fred Flintstone all the way to these new electronics. So he does a good job. He's located at 40th Street in Washington. So no matter where you live in the Phoenix area, if you want someone to look at a transmission problems, may I suggest you stop by Automatic Transmission Exchange and have them take a look. Real quick, before I go back to the callers, um, we just got done talking with, uh, with Brad. Brad, here's the problem. You can't give me enough information to diagnose your car. I can't confirm or deny the direction you're going in. Um, It's just a matter of understanding how the system works. If the front O2 sensor, again, on a 1 to 5 scale, the front O2 sensor says 3 and the back one says 3, and the catalytic converter is 600 degrees, one of them's a liar. 
Now, if you want to go throw four O2 sensors at it or a couple of cats at it or all of that, plan on spending $2,000. So I suggest that no matter how you guess, the diagnostic fee from a shop would be cheaper. So that's just my my offer to you. Tom, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yeah, hi. I'm uh, working on my 3.8 liter V6 GM, and I'm replacing the lower intake manifold gasket. So I'm taking off the fuel rail, the fuel injectors, and it's got 200,000 miles on it. Do you recommend sending those fuel injectors into one of these injector flow test clean replace filter for about 20 bucks a fuel fuel injector or you could just put some fancy dancy gas additive in the tank that will make your injectors look brand new now please i'm not making fun of you i'm making fun of the idea okay all right, they'll make your they'll make your injectors love you, and they'll spit gasoline like they've never spit before, and you'll have all kinds of power, and all of that is BS. So the answer to your question is no. You don't have any symptoms. You you can take them out, take them down, and have them cleaned. I've got a cleaner that I use about once every five years. And I have one with calibrated jars, and you put all the injectors in, and you cycle them, and you run them through an ABC cycle, and we're measuring CCs on how much each one's squirting. It never has been a big difference. It's never made a big difference. So my question to you is real simple. I'll bet before this all started, it not not considering that you're replacing the gasket, obviously, for a problem, but this thing has probably always had a really nice, smooth idle. And if it has, that's the first place an injector is going to raise its ugly head. Then, at 50, 60, 70 miles an hour, you're going to have a da-da, da-da-da-da. You're going to have something like that. So if you don't have either one of those, I'd save your money and I'd just put it back together. That's my opinion. So, so you don't think the filters inside the injectors would be clogged up after 200,000 miles? Well, let me ask you a question. What's the micron value of the fuel filter that feeds those injectors? Uh, I'm going to guess five microns. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And what's the little net on the mouth of the injector? How, how 20. You can 20. Okay. So the question is, is if we're sending gasoline through the filter and it's going to get five microns and we've got a 20 degree or a 20 micron screen in front of the input of the injectors, you're going to do what? I mean... Or yeah, not filter anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so really and true. Yeah, I'm going to change your question, Mark. Are you going to sell the customer um, on a, any motor? Are you, you got the injectors right there. Are you going to sell them new injectors? No, no symptoms, no injectors. Are you going to take and clean them? Nope. I might buff the ends of them off <laughs> with a stainless steel brush. That might be all I do. But the answer to your question is save your money, put it all back together, and I'm kind of impressed that you tackled this job because it's not an easy one, as you already know. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Save me 100 bucks. Thanks. All right. Good enough. Thank you very much. That's it's a, The issue is, is symptoms versus you know spending the money. You can't go to the doctor and say, I know I'm going to have a heart attack sometime in the near future. Can we just go ahead and put new valves in my heart? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Okay, Kevin, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, hi, Mark. I have a 2008 Dodge Ram 1500 with the Hemi engine. Okay. It has it has 140,000 miles on it, and at about 135,000, I 
started having an AC problem. Okay. It blows cold, but intermittently. And it's blowing cold, and then all of a sudden through the vents, I hear like a, like a woo-type sound. Okay. If I, if I stop and pop the hood, you can see the compressor, uh, I guess I'd call it turning on, shutting off. That's turning called on, cycling. The compressor yeah, cycling. Okay. All right. I well, if this is easy. It's you. It's you. Okay. It's it. I'll bet you drive around because that thing is really well insulated. I bet you drive around with either speed one or speed two. Um. What do you mean, speed one or speed two? On the fan. Uh. No. Normally. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's probably true. Except for in the summer, then it's on high. Okay. Well, if you just go to the extremes, and if you run the fan switch up to high, and you go to maximum recirculatory. Uh-huh. Everything will be fine. But what's happening is is the compressor cycling on and off because it's freezing up. So you're blowing across an ice cube, and you're trying to okay. melt the ice cube. So if I take 100 pounds of air and blow across the ice cube, I'm going to melt that thing pretty fast. Sure. So it, 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 I just want you to turn out. There's two, one of two things going on here. Either you're running on a too low of speed and you're freezing up the evaporator. And so you shut it off. I bet it pukes a bunch of water on the ground. You may be there to see it, maybe not. And but if you go to high speed and max max in max on your on your your recirculatory, I bet it goes away. But if it continues to cycle the compressor, it could be low on refrigerant as well. Okay. So we have machines that'll suck the refrigerant out, clean it all up, and we get thirty ounces, and you take thirty-eight ounces. So we're going to clean yours up and put it right back in, and we're going to sell you eight ounces, and you're going to spend between one hundred and one hundred fifty dollars for the whole thing. But now we have an electronic dipstick for the Freon in your car. So no longer do we do it by guessing by golly. We don't have to set temperatures up and look at the moon and the stars and where the sun is at and how much air is across the radiator. We don't have to do that anymore. So it's much more precise, and it'll be fine. So speed up the fan, roll the windows down if you get too nippy, and I'll bet the problem goes away. And if it does, you need to go out. Now, do you know what the difference between recirculatory and normal is? Well, I think the recirculatory takes the air that's inside the cab. And recirculates it. Yeah. But normal, what is the difference in normal? Uh, no, that I don't know. Okay, that's okay. My wife doesn't either. And my brothers don't either. Normal, I'm taking outside air, cooling it, and putting it in the cab. you got to have the window down. Think of normal as a swamp cooler. Have you ever lived in a house with a swamp cooler? Sure. Okay. So normal's a swamp cooler, and then recirc is air conditioning. So when you go to normal... You have to drop a window down, otherwise you're blowing into a a, a, a can of beer. You're just sure. blowing into a pop bottle. So nothing's going to work. So in normal, you got to drop down. For instance, let's pretend your girlfriend's got too much perfume on. She's sitting in the passenger side, right? And the, okay. the, the, the Don't even say it because I'm not going there. <laughs> I hope your wife's listening because I'm making a joke. Your girlfriend's over there. She's got a lot of permeable. And it's driving you crazy. And you're going to drive from here to Tucson to go to a party. So you draw, drop her window just a smidge. You go to normal. All the air's blown into the cab, and then it's blown out her window. So you don't have to put up with the smell. Yeah. That's how it works. So try that. Hey, and I, go ahead. <laughs> I just noticed something. I looked at my uh, 
you know, my instrument panel. And uh-huh. you're right, I did. I haven't been using the uh, recirculatory. I've just been using the outside air setting. So I bet I bet that does fix it. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what happens. But thank you very much for calling. I got to take a break. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is getting you customers and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports, and instantly move your advertising to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. Enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. 46 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Our phone number, if you'd like to join us, is 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You're welcome to join us. And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area and you're listening to us on iHeart at 888-960-9696. 888-960-9696. I want to touch base with Kevin real quick. When you're on recirculatory... There is no openings in the cabin compartment of your car. We're taking air from the feet of the passenger. We're cooling it off, and we're sending it right back to you. So recirculatory, think of it as a circle. So if the passenger has stinky feet, you want to go to normal (laughs) because you're recirculating the smell of their feet throughout the car. Normal is we're we're taking air from outside, actually in front of the windshield. We're taking air. We're cooling it off, and we're shoving it at you. You have to drop a window down because we're blowing air into the cab. 
but if you don't have a window down a little bit, then the air can escape. And so it's like blowing into a pop bottle. You won't make lots of progress. So recirculatory is easy. It recirculates. It's like the air conditioning in your house. But normal is, those of you, us old enough to live with a swamp cooler, the swamp cooler never worked if you didn't open some windows. And that's what normal is. It'll work just fine. It's just a matter of your pref- personal preference. That's it. David, you're up next. How can I help you? I have an old Volvo, and I need somebody to help me with the mixture on the carburetors. You know anybody that's got a gas analyzer? Uh, it, it, can't we do this manually? Well, there's adjustments, but, you know, how do you know you've got it right? I can tell you. Okay. Are you doing idle or are you doing air-fuel mixture? Air-fuel mixture. Okay. Okay. First of all, you warm it up good. And you know air-fuel mixture is delivering fuel at idle, yes? Right. Okay. So you watch your tachometer, and you just close your eyes and put your hand on the motor and just just sit there. And then you back out the screw maybe three turns. And then you slowly go in at a quarter time. And you're going to go, and then you're going to hit this. You're going to drop 50 RPM. You just started squeezing off fuel at idle because you, there was a drop in the RPM. So you back it up that quarter turn and go to the next one. Now, how many carbs you got on the Volvo? Two, three, one? Two, yeah. Two. Okay. So you go back and forth, back and forth. Now, you got to be warm. you got to have that upper radiator hose warm, good and hot. And that's all we do. Now, yes, we can do it with a gas analyzer. You're looking for somebody to test the CO. So you're trying to shut off the fuel that's running out the tailpipe and dripping. But I'm teaching you to do the same thing. That idle screw just shuts off fuel at idle. So all you're doing is is you're opening it up and saying, okay, I'm going to give you. It's like opening up a faucet for your garden hose. So you're just going to you're just going to screw that down till all of a sudden you get an RPM drop. Usually you can feel it, or if your eyes are closed, you can hear it. And at well, that I, point. I, I, I want to I want to lean it up until the RPMs drop. Yeah, yeah, and then back it okay, off a quarter okay. or half a turn. Let me, let me tell you what it's not a screw; it's a it's a nut on the bottom of the SU carburetors. I don't know if you've ever seen those or not. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, it just screwed down all the way, lean as they'll go, and uh, RPM went up relatively, relatively about five hundred RPM on okay. from where I had it set before. So I'm probably where I ought to be. Well, not if they're seated. If if you've seeded the air fuel mixture screws, you're getting fuel from some other circuit. The float bowl is too high, the floats are too high, but somewhere or another. Because if we shut off all the fuel at idle, it should die. No, no, this is a this is a mixture adjustment. Well, is it mixture of air and fuel, or fuel, fuel or air, or which? It. If you've never seen an SU carburetor, it's kind of hard to describe. But it it raises and lowers the jet inside the carburetor. Okay, well, and it's up as far as it'll go, which is you know it's running great. I mean, can't complain there. Is there anything I can do? Look at the spark plugs. That sure, sure. If, you, if they're white, um, then you're running a little lean. If they're more on the black side, you're running a little rich. And if they're tan, you're right on the money. Yeah. Okay. I think I'll Alrighty. go that route. See what well, happens. Well, and 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 if this in fact is something that's going to raise or lower. Um, something the, the question still is: Does that screw control fuel or air? 
That's that's oh, there's important. There's a separate adjustment for there's a separate adjustment for idle. No, I'm not even talking about idle. Okay. I'm talking about what's the carburetors deliver, and, and I'm very familiar with your carburetors. I'm just trying to, okay. to you, you, your carburetor, the idle circuit has a, it's called an air control mixture or a fuel control mixture. So most of the time it's going to control fuel only, not air, but fuel. So we're just going to kind of torque it down, or not torque it, but just screw it down until it goes ta 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 ta, and then you back it up. Mm. That's what yeah. is pretty much on on most all the carburetors now. That's that's a fuel one. Sometimes we have an air screw, and it's the same way. You screw it down until you lose a, uh, some RPM, and then you back it off a half a turn, and the RPM comes back. That those are yeah. called sweet spots. Now, I, I what part of town do you live in? Sunny Slope. Okay, the only guy I know that really loves Volvos is I M M. And it's in the northeast part of Tempe, and he knows Volvo is as good as anybody I've ever met. So if you okay. wanted to go over there and talk to him, keep in mind he's not going to talk to you for a long time for free. But if you said to him, I'd like to you to accept my carburetors the best you can, and I'd like to watch you, and I promise to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> then he'll let you into the shop and let you watch. Okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You know, that's... um, that's this idea about how to set up carburetors is way back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Usually in the 80s, we started using fancy carburetors with mixture control solenoids, electronically doing this, and certainly in the 90s, we went to fuel injection, so we don't have any screws anymore. But there's still lots of people that want to screw screws, thinking that's going to be better. There's all kinds of adjustment screws underneath the hood of a fuel-injected car, and when you mess with one, you have created a problem that that that's going to just drive you crazy and cost you a lot of money. So if your car's not idling right, there is a screw on the throttle blades. You ha- you can't just screw that screw in or out. You have to you have to synchronize the idle and the mass airflow sensor and the throttle position sensor. They all have to be on the same page. So if you just do the idle but the mass airflow sensor, the throttle position sensor, um, they're going to be confused. So it's not like you can just start putting a screwdriver on a bunch of stuff. That's going to be a bad idea. Okay, we we talked about handshaking the top hose earlier on about is your car running at the appropriate temperature. Your car's running at the appropriate temperature if you can't grab a hold of the upper radiator hose and hold on to it for longer than three or four seconds. Unless, of course, you're some cowboy that just came off the range and your hands are calloused up and, and, and you know, you've been rubbing, rubbing your hands in the dirt for the last 20 years, you probably can hang on to it for 10 seconds or maybe more. But the normal person is not going to be able to handshake that upper hose for longer than three or four seconds. So that is okay. The temperature is okay. We're not going to feel the upper radiator hose for anything that exceeds that. We're going to look for the radiator cap spit and cooling on the ground. We're going to look for the gauge buried into the red. We're going to look at a lot of other things. But the window for your car is somewhere around 220 degrees. That's what we want it to run at. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. That's where we want it to run at. 602-508-0960. Gil, we got anybody in the wings? Um, got someone on the phone now. I don't have his name yet. 
No problem. We'll get somebody. Okay. I do want to remind you that I am the trustee for an estate, and uh, the lady had a 2014 Mercedes-Benz ML350. It had 51,000 miles on it, so that's 10,000 miles a year. This car is loaded. It's an all-wheel drive, four-door sport package, seven-speed transmission, wheels, sunroof, heated seats, premium lighted package, chrome package, lane tracking package, rear-view camera, trailer hitch, eucalyptus wood package, brushed aluminum running boards. Anyway, it's for auction. The highest bidder at midnight, the end of this month, is going to buy the car. So if you want to look at this car, or if you want to bid on this car, I can tell you right now that the prices related to this car, wholesale's 20000 and retail's 25 So wholesale is what they're selling for at the auction. Retail is what you would buy this at a dealership, typically, as a used car. So somewhere between twenty and 25000 I think I have... A 21, but I'm not sure. I'm waiting for confirmation. But if you think, if you like Mercedes, this ML350 is white, and it's. I, unfortunately, I'm only allowed to use clean and extra clean to describe it. But if I could use another word, I would call it pristine. So it's even better than extra clean. It's pristine. But the lady has passed away, and her husband is also gone. And so I am liquidating their assets, and this car is one of them. So if you know anybody that wants to buy, it's a sport utility vehicle. It's four, it's four doors. But what's nice about this, it, it's four-wheel drive, all-wheel drive. It also has, it's out of the basic warranty, but it has a Mercedes-Benz extended warranty that carries you seven years, 75,000 miles. So it still has warranty on it, and it's assumable according to the contacts at Mercedes-Benz. So I don't make a dime on this, folks. I'm not one red cent. As trustee for this estate, my job is is to convert assets to trust money and then divide it amongst the people I'm instructed to do that. So that's exactly what I'm doing. So um, you'd be happy to know that I think I make $15 an hour. And and frankly, my wife and I have decided we're going to donate to that to a charity that was uh, in the hearts of both Cliff and, and Leslie. So... If you uh, thought about a Mercedes, then, oh, and by the way, they bought this in March of 14, which is, what, five years ago, for $64,167. So if they paid 64000 four years later, um, <laughs> actually five years later, five years later, the price on it is worth somewhere between twenty and 25000 So you're welcome to make a bid. It's a cash deal, uh, and you have to be prepared to buy it, or I'll go to the second bidder. So anyway, we got another hour of car talk, and you're welcome to uh, give us a call, 602-508-0960. You've got somebody I can ha- get the question out? Okay, okay. Anyway, so the lines are wide open, and there's five of them, 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem, and my email address is mark, with a K, at marksalem.com. I'm an ASE master myself. I've been a master technician for just shy of 30 years. I've been in car repair since 1979. I still am in car repair, but I don't tell you who I am or where my shop is because that's not what this show's all about. This show's about you. It's about your car problems. And I can, I've been doing radio and car talk about this kind of stuff since 1988 in the Valley. So this ain't my first rodeo. I got gray hair. I've been around the block more than once, and I know right from wrong. So if you want to give us a call, 602-508-0960. We'll see you next hour. We've got another 60 Minutes on the Road. 
Flynn, three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.